What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here for Last Chance Q, our 10th install. We're going to break down this Baker Mayfield trade and get after a little Derek Carr film. Uh, we thought we had some Baker film, but we got some Derek Carr film to show since the Raiders have on a little win streak. We're going to just show a little bit of film today and uh, get in and out. We got a lot to discuss. We'll give you the uh, rundown on as to why uh, here in a second. So let me bring in my uh, main man, Sean Salisbury. Sean, big day in football today. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I just found out. I've been so busy running around. I just found out Baker to the Rams, I think, is worthy of a show in its own self. Yeah, I'm anxious to see, obviously, the inconsistencies. You know, year one good, year two bad, year three good, year four bad, and then the injury, and then it didn't work out at Carolina, and now the Rams. You know, Matt Stafford on IR. You're looking – Baker will have more experience than anybody that's on that roster with who? Is it Wofford and and uh, and, and uh, Perkins, I Perkins, think, the yeah. other kid? Um, and the Rams are not going anywhere. They're not physical. They're not very good. So, you know, maybe after a couple of weeks of getting in the tape room with, you know, McVay, he'd go out there, depending, give himself three weeks or a month of football, see how he responds. And it's one of two things. You'll either build his value and keep him around. You will use him as bait to go trade because you need assets with all that you've traded over the Jalen Ramsey and Von Miller and Matt Stafford. So there's that. And there's not a lot of risk. There's enough veterans in that building that he's not going to mess with that. And maybe he regains some of that he had in the third year. I don't know if he – listen, he's not a franchise quarterback. I I, I want him to succeed like I do all these guys. I, I, I liked it. I think his approach to the game was better. And you know this, JB, when he was a walk-on. That walk-on mentality, you know what I'm saying? Now that can't sustain you. You just got to put the time in and, but his inconsistencies and not worry, you got to quit worrying about what people are saying about him on social media. Just fucking play because I, I, you know, he was 11 and five in year three and had them in the playoffs on the verge of beating the chiefs. Beat Pittsburgh. You did damn right. So he can win some games for you, but right now he's just a guy. He needs to get some of that swagger back and, and get consistent and healthy so he can be that guy. But he's in a chase mode now. He's at a, he's at a very important part of his career, and at least he goes to a place that likes to throw it and get him some reps if that's what they want. I bet you this offense actually fits him better than most. He can run. I would agree. Get sprint him out, McVay type of stuff that they're going to do RPO. Yeah, he gets the ball out quick. I mean, uh, you know, we'll see if it resurrects his career because this is what he's fighting for right now: his career, or he could be in a fucking XFL. Right, and that you're right, though, JB. It does accentuate and and maximize his skill set with what he wants to do. There's no doubt about it. It's a great point. System-wise, at least, it is going to give him a, a good chance. If anybody, I, I think this is probably the best fit for him. Um, so, uh, quote of the day brought to you by betonline.ag and candidipcbd.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. Uh, quote of the day. The greatest feeling in the world is doing something they said you cannot do. Uh, I used to tell my players and coaches that every day. I used to love making people eat a shit sandwich, Sean. I don't know about you. Uh, are you kidding me? I still love doing it without saying anything about it, but just chow down. <laughs> chow your ass down, okay? Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I, and I'm not, a, I'm not a guy that wants – I'm not a revenge seeker and all that shit when somebody does – I'm one of those that let me go take care of the results on the field – coaching in the business world and work in in uh 
in quiet. You know what I'm saying, yeah. JB? Take yeah. care of it. Don't need to tell and then get to your destination and say, man, the damn journey was awesome, but the destination is the shit sandwich you're talking about. You are 100% because I don't know about you. We talked about, you know, when you're going through struggles in one of your quotes this week, going through struggles that you learn more through difficult times. You do through good times. You also with this is I can't think of anything more motivating to me because I'm in, I'm in uh, an intrinsic player. I think you are too, JB. I don't need money to drive me or accolades. What drives me is me competing against myself and fighting the whole time. And, and then that's what I want to do. And in this, I think that kind of goes hand in hand. You gave an intrinsic thinker and tricks in an intrinsic trait in a player or a business person or a, a train, whatever sport you're in, those who work intrinsically and do it for those reasons, that's how you do what they, that's how you do something they said you cannot do. But when you're extrinsic, it's hard to, it's hard to sustain it for a long period of time. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing about it is I, I guarantee you, we would have been in that fucking playoff game. Unlike that receiver at Ohio state. We'd have been there. Yeah. You know, oh, there's no doubt. Think about this. I heard there's rumors floating around. I don't know how true, but from some sources now that he's going to make a decision that Drake may, the freshman who had oh, yeah. a, he, he, may, he may, he may, he may transfer. It's Alabama. I'm hearing. Yeah. So is that's got it. Was that here you go. You start him as a freshman. The guy, the truth is the guy should probably be at the Heisman trophy banquet because he had a, a hell of a year. And Mac Brown turned him loose. The guy is a phenomenal player. And everybody loves him in Chapel Hill. Wake up after a 4,000-yard season and everybody talking about how you're in 2024, got a chance to be the first pick of the draft. And your ass is thinking about Bolton. When did it come to the point when you're the starting quarterback throwing for four grand, people think you should be in New York at the Heisman Banquet, and your ass is thinking about leaving? I understand with Bryce Young going, you can come in here and start at Alabama. Damn. I mean, I like a guy who wants to go play in a tougher conference, uh, in which the SEC is a little bit tougher than the ACC. Not that it's not tough, but damn. We're getting to the point where Notre Dame starter leaving. This cat may be leaving. <laughs> NC, State guy, NC State guy threw for 6,500 yards. He's gone. Yes, yes. De- that Devin, uh, is Devin Cleary, is that, is that what his name is? I believe some, so. Devin something, I think. What about – what about uh... What about the fucking kid? Uh, What's that kid's name? Devin? Is it Devin Leary? That might be it. Might be. I'm losing my mind. It's North Carolina State. What he's about a, the kid at West Virginia, JT Daniels? Well, he's on his third team, and it's Keaton Slovis, who's at Pitt, left SC to go to Pitt. You know, he threw for like 500 yards against UCLA, and he gets beat out. Now he's, he's at Pitt, and then after this year, now he's leaving Pitt, and he's transferred somewhere else. No, JT Daniels just transferred today. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I, th- I thought you were bullshit just making fun of SC quarterbacks for transferred. So you're telling me now JT Daniels is headed to his fourth team. Yes, his fourth school. It's all over the internet. Oh, I haven't even looked since you and I have been bullshitting for a while before we came on today. What? <laughs> Dude, it's becoming a – it's almost to the point where it's a clown show. Oh. This has become a, a clown show. And you know what it is? It's nothing more in truth. It's it's NBA tampering with a player that's under contract. It's NFL free you're literally yes, you, you're, you're but but it's not, but even in free agency, you can't go contact a player. I mean, when, when when you're in free agency, the guy you know at a certain midnight. But even before that, you can't go contact the player until there it, you go it's right there until it strikes. There you go. Yeah. What a, what a well. Okay, got it. Great. Thanks. Dude. <laughs> 
So, hey, so, you can say, you can say what, what are we going to say, Fuck, just, I mean, <laughs> what are we going to do? Trans, what, now we're going to have two. Here's what we should start doing. Transfer four games into another school so you can play there for four more games. Go to three schools in one fucking fall, okay? But uh, so with the free agency, you know, you wait and then midnight hits and you can start signing people. But think about this. You can literally now in college football take the head coach, walk into a frigging classroom on somebody else's campus, tell the dude you want to have lunch with him, and, and we're worried about a, a college coach texting some guy 18 times or calling him on the phone. He's a height. Well, you're not allowed to contact this guy in between these times. When you're walking into uh, walking on somebody's campus who's on scholarship is your fucking starting play guard or quarterback. And you're going to walk and say, hey, dude, you want to go have lunch? Let's get out of class early. And you go into to, to his campus's uh, friggin', you know, restaurant on campus where he's using his punch card under scholarship. He buys you and he, because he knows he's getting a like I said, you just say, hey, dude, why don't you just transfer, man? Fuck yeah, let's go. And he leaves under scholarship after throwing for 3,800 or 4,000 yards on a four school. I mean, I listen, it's becoming laughable. Sorry, guys. I love the great players. And I know, hey, we got to do it for the kid. Okay, shit. It's been fun to play for five different universities and see, well, I like the Southern women here and that coach, I like his offense. Next year, I think I'm going to go try that Midwest flavor. Ooh, I got to get there because those West Virginia people are fired. Uh, I mean, I did. I, I don't listen. Okay, I want the kids to go and have a great time. But if you ain't bullshitting, why most of you are trying to leave? I, I, I just, I mean, can you imagine? Let me, let me give you a little insight, real quick. I just talked to a good friend of mine at a Pac-12 school. Uh, he told me during the game versus two universities I will not name. Pre-game and after the game. They not only offer their players money, they try to get them to transfer and enter the portal after the game. This is during the say, season. Say this one more time to me. I'm writing this note down so I can use it on my show tomorrow. Would you two, say? A buddy of mine in a, in a Pac-12, Pac-12 school said that two schools I'll, I'll leave unnamed tried to not only offer their kids money uh, during the game, but try to get them in the portal after the game to transfer to their school while they're playing the team in the game. I, I, I can't. In the wild, wild west. I can't even. Can't do it. I cannot do it. Wild, wild west. I'm just telling you. Um, it, it, it's so fucked up, man. It just It's so fucked up. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Uh, I just can't believe you, these guys are just are just fucking entering the portal at will. Um, but it's out of hand. Okay, I'm all for the kid, but are we serious? Are, are we serious? Four schools in four years. You know, people will say that they're – well, why do you care? It's not your scholarship. Okay, I, I don't, actually. He can keep playing all he wants. I, I doubt it's going to open up a whole lot of NFL doors for him, but milk it as much as you want. Listen, I'm an SC guy. I love JT Daniels. And he's looking for, he's been beat out everywhere he's gone. If it's not a, an injury, unfortunately. And then got beat out at a couple other places and he was injured and paved the way for Stetson Bennett. So it's been unfortunate for him. I like the kid. I'm not just talking about him, but I'm talking about the Drake May thing baffles me if he actually does transfer. The, the, the Drew Pine. I mean, it's crazy that it literally, it's gotten to the point, it's comical. This is worse than any free agency in pro sports.
it's more rapid fire, more wild west than any professional sport going. But I'm sure it's all on the up and up and clean. Sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, you already know that. Um, unfortunate business, man. I just got to be honest. It's unfortunate. Um, let's get to. Uh, Let's introduce the show. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Uh, we're going to break down a little Derek Carver. We're going to get into Baker Mayfield in totality, and then we'll be right back uh, right after we introduce the show. Stay tuned. I'm back. Let's go. Welcome to Last Chance Q with myself, Coach JB, and Sean Salisbury. We will not talk over the amateur or under the expert. It's not only the X's and O's, but it's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. And it's not just quarterbacks. We got all the positions teaching, coaching, laughing, and joking. We're using football terminology so we can get through this faster than we we don't want to use these long terms, coach. We don't we got quick verbiage to get to the point. Last chance Q with the great legendary Sean Salisbury. Sean, um we lot to discuss at what happened today. Uh hey, can I grab a gummy real quick, a little gummy to, to get me in a State of mind where I'm like, sit back and listen to all this transfer shit you're about to throw on me again. <laughs> what, what's gummy? Is that weed? It's a, yeah, it's a little mix, you know, for a guy who's had 12, 14 surges. Um, really? I'm, allowed, I'm allowed to talk about this, aren't I? Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. It's just a little, CB, it's a little CBD and a little THC mix. You know, I haven't uh, sitting right here, but I haven't, I haven't grabbed you. I think I should grab one and let's roll. Yeah, I think you should. I should make <laughs> Dude, you'll—I'd grab two of them. My ass will be at a transfer portal too. Hey, if I, you, if I, if you I and I'll be leaving our own homes, just going to the transfer portal and, and going to somebody who's got more money for us, right? If I break out a drink, though, we're gonna break down this fucking kid who got fucking molly whopped him. He's gonna enter the portal too. <laughs> uh, I, I, hey, there was comments after that show. There was a bunch of comments, and they said, uh. How the fuck is somebody going to send you guys film to break down and he don't have one touchdown on his highlight? I said, no shit. Not only one touchdown, he didn't have fucking no yards. Dude, I was crying, though, when he got a four-yard gain. He got molly whopped, and you were like, what the fuck did you just send? <laughs> As you do in your voice. Hey. Oh, man. Hey. That's why I shouldn't drink during this show, but I love I loved doing it with you, so I like fucking just having fun fucking around. I don't send us fucked up film. Hey, I, you know, it goes back to this, Sean. They scored 100 points on us, and then this is how soft we are. A high school coach put 100 on a fucking team out here in L.A. and got fired for it. And I said, you should have fired the fucking coach who got 100 put on him. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I, I you mean, know, what the fuck are we doing here? You put your fourth team in, and they're still running for yards and doing do things. What, what am I supposed to do? Have them take a knee? That's more embarrassing. You know what I mean? I mean? And the truth is, and the truth is, with the CBD, I'm an idiot. It sits here. It's been sitting here for like nine months, and I don't even do anything with it. Maybe I ought to start trying it. Maybe that'll mellow my happy ass out. But haven't hey. done it. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, dude. I can't. Drives me nuts, though. What you said. Fire that guy, not that guy, not the guy. Uh, hung hundred. I won't keep him. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, that's the thing, though, right? Like, like it goes back to the old adage, right, Sean? Stop me then, motherfucker. Stop me, right? Yeah, you got players too. Hey, right? so, so don't send me your film if you're shitty. It's right. the same thing. Don't well, right. me if you don't want me to tell you the truth. And you and I are going to start putting camps on, dude. Oh. Uh, Football camp. I'm telling you, around the country, and it's going to start in 2023. Uh, and I'm glad that I just threw that out there at you. And you're like, great, Sean. Maybe we should discuss this before you throw this at me on 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 video but i'm just telling you we are because number one we'll teach it right teach it transparent and we'll have a blast and it'll be classy but it'll be fast-paced and do it but we'll also have class not only the x's and o's drawn up what you're expected your next level and what to look for to help you but also teach you how to load tape and what to look for when you're a quarterback when you're looking at coverage but also when you send this tape to colleges and those things that you'll do it the right way. We're going to help you walk you through what you should do on your video. And I'll just give you one more hint. Please don't leave your spectacular diving catch as the 28th play. Because guess who's not going to see it? 28 coaches. Okay. <laughs> they won't get to your 28th play. By then, if they can't tell if you're a player or not, then their horse shit probably should be fired. Or a horrible talent or a recruiting evaluator. And once they know you're a player after five, they put it aside and say, this is a monster. I'm going to go watch more. And they pick it up the next day or at night and they go in there with a cold drink or coffee and they put it on there and they sit and study it for two hours and say, okay, there's my program changer. Then they watch 150 plays. But in order to grab their attention, don't leave chapter one at chapter 27. Stick it up front. That'll help. Hey, can I tell everybody how you motherfucked Scott Frost and everybody today on text? No, I'm your ass. Scott, for your Why did you say, see, you had to get the dig in. I was doing it to the coach. How would you like that? I could read it to him when I'm asking for an offensive. I'm asking for my offensive staff, being that I'm the offensive coordinator. Oh, or the What are we, the gold squad? Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know what team we are. I, I got to fire you, dude. I'm firing your ass. I got to hey, have you. Hey, Alan, are here you, I am getting ready you, to. I'm sorry, coach quarterbacks for the Army All-American game because I don't know if I'm fucking so. We, we, oh. got, we got like eight, nine days to put our offense in. I need you run game coordinate. You're going to be signaling. You're going to be standing right next to me shoulder to shoulder. And we're going to be at Frisco at the Star for a week and practicing and playing. And you're telling me right now you, you, you're not real sure if we're the gold or the black squad, are you? Our head, yeah, I think we're the gold squad. And our head coach, you don't know like, either, bitch. We're the gold squad, the gold <laughs> standard. <laughs> we are. We, I know this. I'm going to battle for my head coach, Houston Nutt, and I'm calling those plays. And if we <laughs> if we fail on third down, I'm pointing my thumb at you, saying this motherfucker called that one. If we oh, hit a touchdown wow. coming right out of it, there you go. I'm gonna say, yeah, brilliant play caller. So, dude, I got to have you there, okay? And start to start to start. Would you stop and start to study who your head coach and coordinator are? (laughs) Your your ass will be there. Number two is, did you say how I motherfuck old squad on text (laughs) message saying, oh, I don't have anything to do. I'm up at 3.30 in the morning every day, training 50 quarterbacks, getting a master's degree. And, oh, by the way, but what the fuck do I know about time management? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Why? Frost wasn't even on that text, dude, and you know it. So, I, oh, you're, you're, and then you get in there and you stir shit up. 
and start laughing and say, what kind of operation? Dude, what, what happened to you? Hey, what, what happened we- to you? Hey, do you believe these two fucks are coaching an Army All-American game right here? It's <laughs> a car. I'm just cussing somebody out. Dude, I'm telling you right now, though, it gonna be, the game's going to last six hours. Because yeah, we, you're going to throw the ball in the fucking park. We, we are throwing it. Dude, dude, we're going to start throwing at the team breakfast, okay, on game day. All right? Hey, here's my philosophy. Give me two runs. Okay, put two runs in, and then I'll take it. Give me about 25 throws of formations, and we'll go. Okay? Hey, so say all that so the audience knows what's going on. We already got 100 people in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, man. We're going to do this show today, and we're going to get out of here a little early today after we show you some film and talk about Baker because we have to install an offense for the Army All-American game, which will be televised, I'm pretty sure, on national TV. So we don't want to look like an absolute clusterfuck. So we're going to put together a little bit of offense for this deal because we have to be there in a week. And by the way, uh, hey, Jay, can I say one thing before you finish that speech? Mm-hmm. One thing so they know when we joke about it, we both matter of fact, we're we take this shit so serious. We're grinding over it today talking. OK, how do we do this? How are we going to name a number? We're going to put a wristband on them since we got a short time with them. How one we're going to do it. and We're going to have a blast. Oh, we're Problem is, you and I are going to take it too too damn serious. That'll be the thing. We'll have a blast. Like what? No, we we haven't we have we we have we've punted once. Keep that damn punter on the sidelines. We ain't punting again. So we are uh, both excited to do it on the same squad. So there I you want go. to announce. I want to make an announcement as well. Um, I'm flying from L.A. to Dallas. Oh no. <laughs> via I'm going to Salt Lake City. I'm going to come back past L.A. and then go to Vegas. And then I'm going to go from Vegas to Dallas on Spirit. So if you know anything about Spirit Airlines, uh, well, it, it, it is it is a it is a very good uh, airline. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen. Have yeah. you ever seen um, Spirit Airlines? Yeah, have you ever seen the the guy that that did the Spirit Airlines uh, joke? No. You haven't seen that guy? No, but I can tell you this. I've been on Spirit, and unless they're going to give us a whole bunch of money to sponsor the show, I was going to I was going to spare them the details of, of an ass whooping on the air, but I'm going to let it's you're going to love it, man, especially the three stops. <laughs> and hopefully not. I love Spirit. Love them. I've been on it many a time. You but hopefully you won't draw the seat that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't have a back to it, but they're still going to take off. Okay, now you try that one on for size, dude. Hey. Did you hear what I just said? You sit down, you strap in. There was one seat I was on one time, and there was no back. <laughs> okay. I didn't sit in the seat. It was on a plane. There was no back. Hold on. I got I got I got I got a shirt. Like sitting on a bar stool, but it was I a padded one. <laughs> if you've never seen this, okay. I just want to be clear. I want to I want to share this with you real fast. I got to share this with the crowd because this is what I'm flying on um, to coach the Army All-American game. I want everybody to see this and listen real carefully. I'm driving from Houston to Dallas because I ain't getting on the plane right now. I don't think they make you mask up anymore, do they? Can you hear this? Only four hours. No, I can't hear it. You can't hear it? No, it's the second time now you try to play video for us and we can't hear any sound you're playing. It'll be it'll end up being your favorite airline ever, probably. 
Hey, this guy's unbelievable with the spirit thing. Um, I heard they call it uh, Noah's Ark. I heard there's fucking giraffes and cars and I heard dogs and cats. I heard you fly anything on it. You might. There's a good chance you'll have a wildebeest on your lap if you're in the middle seat. You might have a big old wildebeest. And then you'll have to lean forward and arch your back the whole time because the seat back, well, there'll be no seat back. Hey, I'm Just, seeing everybody in the chat, and, and they're like, oh, hell no, nah, Coach Spirit. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're fucking lighting up Spirit, dude. But I'm telling you now. How you going, dude? Dad, you better get a fucking, give me a plate, Noel. I'm afraid I'll be at the airport picking your ass up after I drive in, and you'll be sitting on a wing, okay? Uh, and, and, cussing, and cussing them out at the same time. As long as I'm sitting there. Yeah, sit, dude, listen, you're good. I mean, there's, I mean, there's spacious. You'll, I mean, probably on time departure. Nobody will fight. <laughs> I mean, I'm a that, big that, guy too, oh, man. There's no I, way I'm not sitting in this tight ass quarters. I can tell you this too. Now there'll be a lobby fight before you get on and there'll be a fight on the plane. Those are good. That, that a couple that you might run into, but it'll just be, it'll just be for, you know, it just it, shits and giggles. The real fun is that you can never order anything to eat. I don't think or drive. Not maybe that was during the vid when you had to wear a mask. I'm not. I can't remember. But yeah, I'm with those people that are hitting you up. I'd probably load up uh, and and take the 20 hour drive, brother. 22 hour drive from Cali. That would be me, unless of course, you know, maybe. Listen, there could be a chance that. With all the money you invested in Spirit Airlines, as you're a stockholder, that you get a better seat, maybe up in the cockpit. Okay, so I can, dude. I know you're. I see what's going to happen. Your ass is going to stiff me, and I don't. I'm not going to have a guy to to be there, co- you know, doing doing their thing with me. We're going to kill it next week, dude. We got to lie. We got to score about fifty. Hey, and I got to get. Wait, wait. We just decided. I got a message about your flight. They got to make one extra stop. Dude, they want to get four. They got to get four in. Hey, when you, get- when you told me you took a 40-minute flight from <laughs> Dallas to Houston and you ended up in fucking Minneapolis, <laughs> I almost shit. I said, fuck, Spirit. I'm not fucking going. Oh, no. When I, yeah, the one time I took a Spirit, we went from Houston <laughs> to Charlotte, up to Minneapolis, St. Paul, and then back, which was a 22-hour day. And we landed in Dallas, and my ass could have driven there in four hours. Okay, how about that route? Um, I, you could have been to London and back. Yeah, okay? fuck that. That's what I'm not doing in the air. I don't like the air anyway. I don't know if I'm – I might drive to Dallas. I'm about <laughs> closer to not. I might fucking – you know what I might do? I might tell no fuck. I'm, give me a rental car. Yeah. Hey, I like driving, Sean. I can smoke myself to cigar. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm, unless I'm – at the perfect time, or it's a direct flight, it's close. I'm in. I'll drive all the time. If it's within, within striking distance, I'm not. I'm driving. Hey, this guy said he literally was on Spirit, where the pilots fell asleep, and the fucking autopilot didn't work. Get the fuck out of here! I'm not getting on this fucking plane. <laughs> Listen, hey, tell the tell our peeps if they, well they can hear me. Stop this shit. See, it's going to affect me. Okay, I got a coach I need in Frisco, Texas. So we can do what's right. We got a good staff and Coach Houston. Nuts. And it's, it's Sean, Coach is going to be an it's going to be an experience. Laughing out loud. Yes, it will be an experience. Hey, you know what? Here's what I say: just put a smile on your face, grab some whiskey before you get on, and just enjoy, you know what? Life's about moments. 
even if it is 14 hours of moments on a flight, you could have been there in two hours. But, but you know, they embrace this. Embrace it. Hey, now, let me tell you another thing. Will, tell those son of a bitches to quit trying to talk you out of it on the doggone time, on the timeline there. Hey, because I need him there to help coach. John, I will buy my own fucking ticket and on a one-way. I, I, I mean, on a fucking nonstop before I get on this fucking four-delivery flight. Fuck no. And we're hoping that we can make the switch and we're, we'll be like United or American or Southwest Airlines. It would be great to be influencers, wouldn't it, J.D.? <laughs> it would be. It would be. Uh, hey, JB, what what if uh, what if they come and say, hey, if you take this flight, we'll give you four round trips for free. But uh, we there's one caveat though. All four stops. JB, no, they got to make a fifth stop. Yeah. They got to make a, uh, the small airport in Chula Vista, California, down by my neck of the woods. Uh, I thought you'd say fucking Independence, Kansas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, we got we got to make a quick stop. Uh, just a real quick stop in Muskogee. Okay. And, and, if, and if, if the fucking pilot jumps on and says, we got to make a quick stop. I need to get the fuck off that plane. <laughs> uh, oh man. I don't know, man. It's, it, it is what it is. Uh, Baker Mayfield, man. Pre-snap breed uh, brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over there. Use the promo code bully B L E A V and bet on all things Thursday night football game. Uh, let me ask you, Sean Baker gets picked up by the Rams while I was out and about. Apparently he's playing. And I guess I didn't know they played the Raiders this Thursday. Maybe they're having, they're going to have him in uniform. They're going to do a crash course of, uh, offense. Is he going to start? That's what I'm hearing. Damn. Well, a chance for him to now is and Cooper cup still out. Isn't he? Isn't he still on IR for a couple more weeks? Oh, he's done. Well, six to eight. Yeah, they're gonna. But it was six to eight. What three weeks ago? They they did they decide to shut him down? Yeah, yeah, he's. They shut him down the whole way. If they, I think you're exactly right. I think they shut him down for the rest of 2022, right? Yeah, I, they, I, think, I think you're right. Well, Stafford, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think they've. I don't think they've verbally said Stafford shut down. I know they put him on IR, and I don't know at what point in the season that becomes automatic. The rest of the I think year, it's already hit. Yeah, I okay. already know done. I don't. Either way, I don't expect to see Cup or, or no, there's nothing to gain to have Cup and Stafford the rest of the year. There's no. Nothing. We're we're in the pre-snap read of this show. Baker Mayfield gets picked up by the Rams. Uh, McVay's offense. I we both think it fits him well. If Baker has any shot at succeeding in this league, it's because uh, it's with Sean McVay. If anyone else, maybe Shanahan, but I think McVay's even better uh, with his style. Um, having said that, wouldn't it be funny as fuck if Odell Beckham ends back up with the Rams? <laughs> and and Baker's throwing him slant routes. Yeah. And, and and OBJ's dad is posting the video of how shitty he is. And then they both make have their greatest comeback, six game comeback ever, and they both get big contracts and they're happy, live happily ever after as Rams. And they trade Stafford for two first. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, you're exactly and right. The, and they get yeah. in the playoffs this yeah. year. To make a run. Yeah, exactly. And Mayfield's the MVP in, in February in the Super Bowl. No, I hope it works. If they're if they're throwing him in there that fast, he's familiar with. I would imagine some of the verbiage. Uh, the what, RPO what stuff. Do you think what? What is that? Is that uh, what's his name? That Kit, Kitchens or whoever? Who did he have that was the? He had, he had Freddie Kitchens in Cleveland. Is he a McVay guy? I don't think so. But just the simple fact that all the stuff he did at Oklahoma is part of the 
the offense that's evolved into some of this, you know, we no longer have just one offense. You know, we used to have West Coast and the Redskins and vertical. They, they mix it all in. But it's just the concepts of RPO. They, they, they run Stafford on naked boots, as we, you were talking about earlier. So naked boots and, you know, a lot of they're going to have to run a lot of the quick game so Baker can get it up and load it out and then use his feet to his advantage. So if he is starting this week, I'm anxious to see how quickly he grasps it and if the verbiage is overwhelming or if they're just going to do a whole bunch with a whole little this week and, and dress it up. Hey, uh, Isaac Lords, Baker finally on a good team. The Rams are fucking three and eight, slap dick. I don't know if you realize that. They're not actually a good fucking team right now. So yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're smoking, but it's better than Sean's shit that he's on. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, anyway. What, you uh, mean, you know, that, that would be like if I was taking like a blueberry gummy or something, real hard stuff, man. Hey, by the way, yeah, they got a Super Bowl ring, but unfortunately Baker wasn't there for it. Yeah, their team's not any good right now. They're about as physical right now as a wet paper towel. Okay. And I know you feel me on that, dude. They are not physical on the. I'm talking about on the offensive line side of the side of the ball. They have not been physical all year long. The second and the most physical offensive lineman the Rams have is Andrew Whitworth, and he's doing good things in broadcasting right now. So there you go. They miss hey, him. John so. Jacobs. I know everybody's against uh, Whitlock's take on Dion. Uh, I had to go against my boy Whitlock on that take. How would you think about? What did you think about my take on Dion? I just, I'm just curious. I'm, 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 well, you know how I feel about you. And for the people who didn't hear it, do you, you have it played or do you want to restate it? Oh, no, no. Because I, 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 this guy, John, in the chat, he's, he said uh, Jason Whitlock was totally off. And I just wondered what he thought what I said. Because I was on Whitlock yesterday and I, and I, right. I disagree oh, with Oh, you him. were talking to him. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know your feelings on that. I didn't oh, hear yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear. Sean, I, think, I think you said, thought I said Sean. Uh, yeah. Well, let's get into some. Uh, so, what do you think, Baker? You think Baker? Just take a uh, over under deal here, uh, or I don't even know what I say. I'll here. tell you what this. I'll tell you this. If he plays this week, he's going to end up. If he if he plays this week, you'll see some erratic balls thrown. In you know, like like I don't think it's going to be an eighty percent completion day, but I also think you'll see him make some plays to say, okay, off schedule and maybe a a, a dig route throw. I think I think it'll look like okay. There at least we got something to work with. Yeah, I, I think that'll be a possibility because I don't think Sean would run him out there to embarrass him offense wise. Uh, you know, offense uh, offensive scheme wise. So we'll see how quickly he can grasp it. It's just going to be you know when a guy's got a in the training room and got to get a hamstring ready to play. This will be the same thing mentally where he's doing sessions all day and all night to get himself ready because Baker wants to go out there and show out as well. No doubt. Um... I want to ask you, Sean, a lot of people in the chat want to know something about you, and they've been asking for weeks, and I know you can't see the chat, so I got I to gotta ask this question because they're asking me. They want to know about why you chose SC over Lavelle Edwards and BYU. There's a story in there apparently a lot of people know about or something. So is there a story I'm well, missing? I, no, I did. Well... First of all, Lavelle Edwards is about as fine a human being as I've ever been around. Myself included. I only got to meet him. I think Lavelle Edwards is one of the finest men ever. I also know that I can remember when I made my decision through the recruiting. I'll never forget what Coach Edwards told me. Um, and you can read Steve Young's book. And I don't, I don't want to get in that. Steve tells the story. Steve wrote his book and had it in there. When I was getting recruited, McMahon was going to be a senior when I was a sophomore. 
And Lavelle had told and the office of staff had told Steve he was switching positions. And it was going to happen because as a number one, I don't mean it arrogant, at, at that time, it was going to happen. And they were going to move Steve to either strong safety or running back. Steve would have been a pro bowler in any of them. The guy's a, a phenomenal athlete. And I, and he he he'd said that he told me the story, and they had told me the story because they said it to my face as well. And Steve knows it, and so do I. And it was all the same. And Lavelle had no reason to lie; he was being honest. And and we laugh. I laughed to this day because it turned out okay for Steve and BYU. My career was fine, but I think I think Lavelle made the right decision to keep Steve at quarterback, and then to uh, the 49ers and all that he did. So wise choice. But Steve and I joke about. It. I said, listen, dude. I said can I at least get some of that signing bonus being the fact that, you know, tried to fool you. At least they, they didn't move your positions. You got to stay a quarterback because, well, you're better than I am, but I went to another school and he went and dominated and I blew out two knees, but I, I think Steve's phenomenal. And he, he would have been what people don't know. He'd have been a pro bowler. He was as good at I mean, physical, fast, accurate. And he's always, we laugh about it to this day. He's always been supportive of, it, but he tells, he tells a better story about that than I would. Now for me, Lavelle was camped out. I remember when I left my recruiting, I, had, I went BYU, USC at the last two recruiting trips. And, and we had a, a great visit. Lavelle Edwards, the last thing he said to me when I left, that, left the uh, office, honest to God truth, he said, Sean, thank you, whatever you do. And we're two weeks away from the decision. He said, whatever you do, don't let, verbatim, don't let USC roll out the red carpet for you. And I can remember I, got, I was 17 years old at the time. I got off the plane. They drove me to the fabulous forum where Dr. Buss and Magic Johnson were there. And the red carpet, it was one of those trips, right? And I, the, the funny stories. But the point is, is that and Lavelle was in, it was in San Diego the night I made the decision. And I'll never forget when I, I had talked to Robbie Bosco that day, another Jim Carsados, who's from your neck of the woods, who played at Arizona State, yeah, I mean, yeah. at Ohio State. So there was a lot of different moving parts of who was going to go where. We actually did that back then, trying to be courteous to the other guy, right? And I made the decision to go, and we called Lavelle Edwards on the phone. I chose USC. I called Lavelle Edwards on the phone, and he, he uh, I told him I was going to USC, and he was as kind as could be, but I did it in tears. It was miserable. It was miserable. Well, let me backtrack and answer a quick question of the, 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 those were all the things that led down to it. And I was sick for weeks and still 15, 20 years later. And when I'd seen him again, I almost felt like I wanted to apologize. You know what I mean? Uh, JB, because yeah. you feel like you let him down, but he and Norm Chow, that whole group was phenomenal. Um, and it was just a great visit and they rolled out the red carpet. That's not why I went the, 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 the overwhelming reason the week before now on my, before I go to my final visit, on to take my visit to USC and then coach Robinson, Paul Hackett. And uh, I think HUD Hauk might've been there. Another one came in the living room. My best friend was with me and my family. It was a final visit before I made a decision on February 8th, back in 1981 is uh, John Robinson was sitting in my living room and it was going through his final, you know, pitch before they left. And he looked at me and he said, Sean, I, if you come to USC, I'm going to give you every opportunity to recruit you because we think you can make a difference for us. He goes, if you come to USC, you're going to be given every opportunity to be successful and every opportunity to reach your goals. And he said, and we're also going to, it'll be, you're going to compete, no promises, but we're going to give you every opportunity to be great. And you're going to the right place. 
And he said to me, he said, I recruited you because you were a great basketball player. Football was just secondary. Well, that made me feel good too. And so his final words, he says, but if you don't come to USC, we are still going to show up on Saturday and we are still going to win. So no promise, no guaranteeing me a starting job, just an opportunity to compete. And he walked out and got in the car. It was his last words. Hugged my mom. My dad shook his hand, left. And my old man looked at me as he got in the car and started driving down the street with the two other coaches, said, I think you want to be a part of that, don't you? I said, I think so. And a couple of days later, we made the decision. So it was, and I grew up a USC fan, but I loved BYU's offense. So it was kind of different. But I'll never forget when, when uh, Coach Robinson said that. I, you know, instead of kissing my ass, oh, we're guaranteed you're starting. Can't wait to have you on campus. Boy, everything's going to be great. And then you get there and you're looking around. Well, no, he was real about it. And he told me the truth. And the truth is USC did go on and win more. Even though I went there, they were going to go on. They were going to still win championships and they were still going to kick ass on Saturday. I was a piece of it. Unfortunately, at times when you're 17 years old, you think you are the puzzle and you learn a a great deal of being humble and the rest of it. But that was the final thing. That story is a great one because that's where we are right now. Just imagine Lavelle Edwards would have fucking retired during this era. There's no way Lavelle, listen, knowing him and what he did, Lavelle Edwards would have quit coaching. If if he was still coaching in his prime right now, I think he would have walked away from it because I don't think he would have been able to. And people say, well, that's self-righteous. No, that's just, I don't think he would have, knowing the man, I don't think he would have wanted to deal with the, at at that, the, 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 the craziness at that time and, I was blessed to know the man, and I loved him, and I, uh, it was a horrible I, decision, dude. Not, not a horrible decision. It was a horrible to have that, to call him with the decision. Yes, yes. And your gut wrenched, and he was such a gentleman. And I, I made the right choice, but I always we always go back and say, what would it have been like to be at BYU throwing it 48 times a game and, and uh, all that? But things worked out strangely, just, brother. Just hearing your story, do you think these kids today could give a fuck less what they – they don't even tell the coach they're not coming. Well, yeah, you got to find out either in a hat contest or one of those things. And I'm sure some would. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I don't know how many this day and age, if a coach looked at them and said, I'm not guaranteeing you anything. And and I'm uh, I'm, I'm not guaranteeing you anything, but a chance to compete. But we're still going to win whether you come or not. And you and I both know, JB, that they wouldn't be able to do that, right? Yeah, this there you go. Last, this is the last hat they should wear. That's you want right. to know what the fucking hat they should wear is? Right fucking there. Fucking slap dick. That's the hat they need to fucking wear right there. That is the last fucking hat they need to wear. When you do all this fucking hat switching and bullshit, this is the one you all should fucking have last, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. So and my dad at that time, I know it's things have changed, but certain things don't have to change. And I just wonder how many kids could have a guy say, listen, I'm not promising you anything. I'm going to give you a chance to compete. And we'll maximize your ability, and we're still going to win whether you show up or not. Hey, I don't can know. I do the hat deal? Can I do the hat deal at this at this Army All American game? Because they don't they choose their schools during the game. Yeah, there'll be some that'll walk over there on the camera and do it on the yeah over there. Their parents will meet them over there in their uniform. Yeah. Can I give every one of these motherfuckers this hat? Well, I probably think that the TV cameras would say, "Fade," you know, let's fade to commercial. Cut to commercial. I would imagine the director of the uh, the four star general might come up and tap you on the shoulder and say, uh, that, "You know, give me twenty. 
I mean, I, I don't know, brother. Well, the four-star general will probably say, son, I've been calling people that shit for yeah, fucking you know what? years. You probably look at the hat and say, you're damn right. Everybody gets one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the, you're, you're probably right. So, um, yeah, I just – it's like it's not a matter of me being better. Than, at that time, that was what their kids are doing now with hat. That was not – that was not – you just didn't do it. I know things evolved. My dad wouldn't have let me do that anyway. So I got, I got, I got fucking goose. I got, I got. What do they call it? Fucking butterflies or whatever. I'm just telling you, and it's not a good butterfly. It's a fucking. It's like I got the fucking bubble guts. I got the runs because I want. I don't want to see these fucks wear twenty hats because I may cuss out one of these motherfuckers. Be prepared, brother, because they're there to make their decision. They're not going to make all of them with one hat. So I would think, you know, maybe. Well, if you're in the middle, you can't just do it when there's a defense is on the field, so I can still keep you near me. Okay. Uh, for a lot of reasons, but I, I don't listen. I don't begrudge anybody for doing the way they. But I, I, I just think different. And honest, I would not if it was my. I would encourage my kids not to do that if I was coaching that that type of athlete and kids uh, at that age going on to school. I love when a coach tells my kid you're not going to get promised in because I can tell you this: they're lying to you because they told the next five star the next year the exact same thing. They that's. Whether lying or it's just recruiting verbiage and talk, um, but that's what coaches have to tell you to get you to go there, and then half of you are going to transfer anyway. So m- my point is, is that I, I back then we just handled it different. We had no choice, JB. We weren't holding press conferences in our high school gym. At least I didn't. My dad said, "You're going to make the announcement. You got basketball practice. Get your ass over there. Coach will show up. We'll do all that later and go play." I didn't have a choice. Now I, I, I kind of wish sometimes that I think man it's kind of cool to get to do that but i there's certain things that you know one hat was all i was grabbing because my dad wouldn't have liked me to i can't imagine sc byu notre dame and all this going back and forth and then we choose usc and my dad's looking at me like we don't do that see that coach there that coach there and that coach there they got families and so does uh other kids that are waiting to see if they can get a scholarship i know that sounds old school but i'm never going to change on that I, i don't like standing people up like that and and toying with people's emotions but I guess that's what we do nowadays, man. That's just not my style. I neither. Uh, make a decision. Learn how to fucking commit. Um, oh, man. Um, unbelievable. We've been talking for 46 fucking minutes. We haven't talked one fucking thing about Baker Mayfield. I think he's a shitbird. I think every quarterback that's played for Lincoln Riley is a shitbird. Let, just- no, no, let me call you. Why? Tell me why. Well, I, here's, a common denom- here's, a common denom- here's a common denominator. Baker Mayfield. Kyler Murray, Caleb Williams, fuck Utah on his fucking thumbnails. Guess who allowed all that shit? One motherfucker, I'll give you a clue. The head coach. How you dare you allow it or you coach it? How dare you talk about my alma mater like that? I know, you're okay, fucking right. Okay, you know, okay, I grew go up ahead. a UCLA I... fan. You know I grew up a UCLA fan and, and my dad taught me when I was young? That you're a Bruin for four years and a Trojan for life? Oh, sorry about that. What? University of Spoiled Children is what you guys stood for. Yeah, you know what they're right. You know what they taught my dad? And see, I wasn't one of those spoiled children that was in a Mercedes, dude. I had my Chevy Love pickup truck stolen from USC twice, bitch. Once it was found in Bakersfield, <laughs> I had the other a time. Chevy Love. You got yeah, black Chevy Love. I was I had a Chevy Love. Black Chevy Love. And then the next time it got stolen, like a, a year later. It ended up in Mexico, and I never saw it again. So interest hey, to pay it, back. It, it didn't say. It didn't say fucking uh, South Central was spoiled children. It said the fucking kids that went to SC. I yeah. didn't say what in the fucking hood. But I. But what I'm telling you is, dude, I didn't drive. I, I drove a Chevy Love pickup, and I was on scholarship, or my ass would have been 
working and going to school at the same time because my dad and mom worked their ass off. We didn't have a lot of money. You, uh, I, uh, a private school to go. But now when I got there, I loved USC. But I can tell you this. You said spoiled children, right? While your ass was always coming over to fraternity and sorority row seat, if you could have a cold beer at the at the doggone Fiji house. Okay, who are you bullshit? You know what UCLA, UCLA I went to? Fucking University of Cerritos left on fucking Artesia. <laughs> that was fucking a Compton College. Hey, Ed, you said University of Spoiled Children. Well, when I went to USC, I learned this, that you're a Bruin for four years and a Trojan for life. That's what they say, man. I mean, Well, yeah, when you wear them on your dick, you are. <laughs> Uh, hey, well, some uh, people. Uh, some people like to raw dog. Okay, uh, uh, back. I mean, I don't know any of them, but some people I'm do. One of them. I'm one of them. You know what? Yeah, you're a raw dogged bastard, aren't you? You know what? Rubbers take all the filling away. <laughs> they Dude. take all the fucking filling away. I don't understand. Like, why do you wear one of them? Uh, <laughs> and you know what? You know what, Sean? I'll be honest with you. You know what the fucking hardest thing about this fucking wearing a rubber deal is? What happened to you, dude? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you can't find enough to fit you. I well, can't. Of course, find when you're, I understand when you're hung like a field mouse, it's hard <laughs> to find something that small. Can't find one that fits. I've tried <laughs> duffel bags. I've tried fucking. <laughs> have you have you graduated to a tent yet? Have you tried I, that I, one? <laughs> like, a, like, a, like 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 you know when you go camp and you got like a twelve person tent? Have you tried that yet? I. I I mean, fuck, I tried a duffel bag and that goddamn thing cut off my circulation. I said, well, fuck me. I'm, I'm fucked. <laughs> hey, all, all I wanted to do was come on here and talk a little football and, and Baker Mayfield and have a little few laughs. And now you got guys wearing slap dick hats at the All-American game. <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you may kill some kid or go up and cold. <laughs> But you may go up and mollywop him because he has 18 hats to give away. Hey, can we show, show some just random fucks yeah, film? Yeah. And then, I'm going to show <laughs> random fucks film right now and just shit on myself. And you've, you've completely dismantled an airline that you don't want to fly on because you got to go five stops to get to, get to Dallas. <laughs> and now you're going from mollywopping to dogging my institution to calling – any quarterback that plays at SC or Oklahoma, a shitbird, dude. What and now? What, what was your What was your last bout? What, what would you just say, to your cousin? What are you going to do next? Hey, uh, after gonna, all this, uh, where's McKinney? It was McKinney High School by you? Yeah, no, McKinney's hey, McKinney's just north of Frisco, just north of Frisco. And now, oh, my last part is now you're talking about how you how you. I have to search out a tent, a pillowcase, what do you call it, a duffel bag. You've you've never given a sex education course about raw dogging. What happened to you, dude? I, and I just wanted to talk football and maybe smoke a cigar. And look what you look where you've led me. I, I got I got to show you this kid. He's <laughs> a fucking kid. What what happened to you? I don't know. I, I you know I got when the Spirit Airlines. You know, it was final destination. I kind of set just, you back, did it? I kind of got into a fuck you mode when Spirit Airlines ended up being my main fucking. So you're taking it out on recruits now. About twenty hats. I'm just trying to keep you and to keep you focused. What's this? Did somebody send it? McKinney is. Yeah, uh, McKinney. McKinney's just north of where we're going to be next week. There you go, ISD right there, McKinney ISD. Yeah, great stadium. It's a. It's been built for 
while, but it's beautiful. That's just we're, we're 15, 20 minutes from there where we are next week. 15 minutes. Okay, this is the corner north right the corner here. North of Frisco, yeah. The the kid in the corner, I don't. He's in a red down here. Okay, where uh, is he at? There he is, right here, coming up to make the today's okay, flame. There you go. Well, that was that was god awful. No wrap up. Let's see. Trailing. Yep, trail undercut that. Comes off his guy. Wow. Probably need to tackle a little better in space. I'd say. Oh fuck. Let's see. Well, hope oh. he's gonna get a chance now. I hope he's on the black team next week. <laughs> Instead of the, what, what colors are ours? Gold. I don't know. I don't know what we are. I think oh, we're the gold oh, team. Fuck. He's it's gold versus black. I think gold. We're the gold team. I think that kid just got ran over. He looked like hammered shit. I want to see what kind of catch up speed he has too. I haven't seen him. He looks stiff. Stiff as a porn dick. <laughs> he he doesn't look too good. Let's. McKinney ISD. They got good football players out there, man. Yeah. Um, but that's not – you're not – you're not I really. just to see the one that, that's not very good. <laughs> um, hey, we're going to break down Baker Mayfield real quick. Uh, we're going to get into Derek Carr. I'm sorry. Baker <laughs> Mayfield's going to be a Ram. I still think Baker Mayfield's shitty. I think he's going to be shitty. I think he's a bust. I think all of Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks are bust except Jalen Hurts, who – Still yet to be determined. I think they're shitbirds. I just that's just my take, Sean. Nothing personal, but you coach it or you allow it. I think he's allowed a bunch of shit. I, I don't take it. I don't take it personal. Everybody's got an opinion, and I, you know, I love and respect. Well, I know you opinion. don't take it personal. I'm just telling all Anybody these people right. like Lincoln Riley. I think Lincoln Riley is a fucking shitbird. That's just my personal opinion. But I don't like Lincoln, and Lincoln don't like me, so I have my own fucking thing about it. Um, I just want us to play more defense at SC. But let me ask you: so, what's your favorite trait about Baker Mayfield? Um, his commercials are fucking unbelievable. I, I I think his commercials are god unbelievable. I think he should be a fucking full on actor. I, I I'm just telling you, he's the best, isn't he? I gotta go, dude. Hey, like, he's the best guy on those fucking call state commercials. You just said basically you wanted to get his SAG after card and be a full time actor. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. You know, I forgot you know all about that shit. Can you get him hooked up into this fucking deal? I'm just telling you, man. I think that motherfucker is an actor waiting to happen. I think oh. unbelievable. You just you just took a guy and you got him in the and you got him in acting school getting a SAG card and he's four years into the league. You're done. You he's, said, a, he's a Heisman, <laughs> huh? Yes. And the first pick of the draft. So wait, hey. you got him doing what now? Going I got commercial reads because no, you know, I, I asked you what his number one redeeming quality as a quarterback is on the field, and you said his commercials. I, I think that's right, accurate. <laughs> you think he should go get a SAG after card instead of a player of the the NFL Players Association card? Yeah, What's because if he's not a SAG, he's a JAG, and he's just another guy. So you are on fire tonight. So you think he's got no game left in him? I never think he, I never thought he had any game in him. That's just the, the I've always called him a bust. And I'm not even joking. I, I've called all these guys out. I, I, I've called every quarterback since, uh, since Ryan Leaf. I, I called every single one of them from, from Ryan Leaf to Vince Young to RG3 to Lamar Jack. I, I've, I've said everything about him. I just, I just, I, I'm like you without having the resume of playing as long as you did. 
I've been accurate with the quarterback picking of these guys because I know, as you know, what it takes to win in the NFL, having so many guys play at that level, being having a cup of tea, getting to be in a practice squad and seeing it. I'm like, there's no way. You can't win football games by running around and fucking looking for a guy when these guys wide open and these guys do not understand um, the basic concepts. And it's just because I don't know whose fault it is, Sean. I don't know. I don't know whose fault it is. Half of the fault is genes, genetics, okay? You either have the it factor or you don't. I, I think there's freaks of nature out here with athletically gifted folks that don't have the it factor. They just don't have what it takes to... Derek Carr, for instance, the guy we're about to break down. A hell of a talent. Big-time arm, can spin it, athletic, quick release. He just don't have the it factor. He just he does a lot of things that just don't uh, equate to winning football games, especially meaningful ones. And there's a lot of those guys. And Baker Mayfield may be the worst at it. Talent. What did you What did you think about him year three? What, what What was your thought process just going back after he had with the I think it was an eleven and five team in the playoffs, have Kansas City down. Chad Henney comes in, makes that run. You remember that game in the playoffs? You want me to tell you the truth? No, I want you to lie to me. Of course, I want you to tell me the truth. Right. What you were thinking then? At any point in time, did you think this guy's got a chance to be a player? Here's what I, I'm going to tell you: the straight God out of truth, and this is coming from an NFL GM as well. Same sentiment that I have. Buddy of mine, I'll tell you later who it is. You know. I said, if Ryan fucking Tannehill was on the Cleveland Browns, they win a Super Bowl. That's how bad Baker is. You talking about that 11 and you talking about that 11 and 5 year? Let that resonate. Or even the year after. They had the best roster in football, top to bottom. And on defense, on offense, wide out wise, running back wise, O-line wise, defensively, they were unbelievable. And if just the average Joe Ryan Tannehill goes to that Cleveland roster, they probably win a fucking Super Bowl. That's how bad Baker is. That's that's personally my sentiment. And you have a GM that uh, that you know that feels the same way? Say the, said the same thing when I said that he said, "God damn, it makes a, it, you make me think." And then he just started naming off quarterbacks that he thinks that he thought that could win there too. That that just that just didn't, wouldn't fuck it up. Like that's what he Baker ended up fucking it up. He didn't hurt like Trent Dilfer. All all he was asked to do was not fuck it up that year. Like and he you, played and he played great football managing that team offensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you just couldn't turn the football over, though. You you had to get crucial third down conversions. You had to do certain things, which Trent did. Baker just can't do those things. Uh, it's just one of those deals. It's a, it's a, it's a Tony Romo-esque uh, factor. Maybe Dak Prescott has it, too. There's a lot of guys that just don't have it. Great, not, great in shorts and shirts. Great in the regular season. Um. Comes down to critical games, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a guy that you love in there. Josh Allen's got to show me something, or I'm gonna put him in that fucking category well, too. He, he's thrown some red zone picks this year that have been alarming. Hopefully, he's over those. But yes, this year there's been a few. There's been what six or seven interceptions. It's been like he's turning the ball over way too much, which that'll get you beat against the Eagles or Kansas City. One in a playoff game, one in a Super Bowl. So. He's an enormous talent, but you're exactly right. He's got to – you're talking about the careless mistake, and I think that's – is my, am I reading it right, uh, JB, that 
the fact that Mayfield, while he may make a spectacular, you just don't think he does the simple things, the easy things consistently, regularly. You don't think he can sustain any great deal of of top-notch quarterback play is what you're saying. We're at that stage. Do you think we've been there from day one? Yeah, and I and I said Carson Wentz was the same way from really day erratic one. for you. Erratic is that a good word for you on the field or erratic, inconsistent? And I I truly believe, Sean. I don't know a lot of shitbirds that have won Super Bowls. Do you? At that position? Yeah, a quarterback. Like, is actually quarterbacks that have won the position that haven't been just straight on fucking. I'm the leader. I'm the guy. I'm I'm. I'm the shitbird when I lose, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna point to my O line and my players when I win. It's never about me; it's about us. Oh, you're talking about the I confess he did it guy. I confess it's somebody else's fault. Guy, that guy. Well, not only that, Baker's a shitbird off the field. Okay. I, I don't know if you know that or not, but yeah, he's a shitbird. And I don't think I've never been with him off the field right now. Kyler Murray's a shitbird. Uh, now Lamar Jackson, from everything I know, is a great human being, great character. I've heard nothing but great things about him as well. Uh, I, I'm just curious. Like, I've never known a shitbird to win Super Bowl. Now, we've what? heard of a weirdo fuck winning one, Russell Wilson. He's won one. <laughs> yeah, he, he's uh He's a weirdo fuck, right? Yeah, weird fuck. Yeah, That's the, what he, I, call. I just call him a weird fuck. I don't know if anything else. I don't even call him anything else. He's I just, he, 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 to me, is the guy that I look at in my eyes. I, he's the eye roller for me. Like, oh, well, here we go again. Yeah, yeah like, no. Like, yeah, go to karaoke on the fucking plane, motherfucker. Well, you look at, you know, Jimmy Mack beat to a different drum, but Mack, the teammates loved him. Yeah, he was, he was a guy. He had that presence when he walked in the fucking room. And you knew even if he went six out of 21, yes. he'd make three runs, and those six plays were all for first downs. Yeah. He'd get the shit kicked out of him, still show up, and you'd win 17-16, but those guys all knew that Mack played through it. Yeah, that, that that's my guy, my like, like, like Brett Favre, right? Elway, Marino, fucking Jim Kelly. Yourself. I Jim mean, Kelly. Well, I Jim couldn't move, Kelly. so I had to take hits, right? Getting cancer fucking nine times. I and mean, still, and still beat it. I, Jim I mean, Kelly, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly may be the toughest human that I've, yes, that I've ever been in, 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 been, put it this way, been had the pleasure of having great times with, great laughs with, watching play great football, toasting a beer to, and watching him go through his struggles with his, you know, with his son and then watching him go through struggles with his own cancer and still, and you know, what's crazy with, with machine gun Kelly is what I call him. Jim loyal to family and friends. Jim always, I, I always felt like he was going to beat it because I, of the character, the DNA that you've talked about. So sidebar, I love Jim Kelly, but you're right. That toughness that, that those guys had. And so I'm sitting here thinking about, okay, guys that won a Super Bowl that people just couldn't tolerate. Nick Foles seemed like a good dude, right? I'm just thinking recent. Um, Wilson, Kurt Warner, Brady, Manning. Uh, both Manning. Russ, Russ Wilson, yeah, Eli and Peyton. Russ, well, Russ is different, but he, all, by all accounts, during Super Bowl times, and he, he seemed to be on fire as a player yeah, and doing good. everything right off the field. And Steve Young, right. he just Anna, Steve Young. I mean, yeah. I, I don't I know. Man. Elway. I haven't yeah. seen a shitbird unless – you know, totally off the rocker we don't know about, but I haven't seen a guy like Baker. That every day you wake up and, yeah, I, I probably think different about Baker, but I don't know him off the field. I've met him I've met him off the field, interviewed him at the Super Bowl in person, but I've never spent any time with him. And you probably run in a little bit different, some of those quarters that do know him and hang around better than I do, JB. But, I, just know, 
I just know things that people that have coached them and shit. Right. So. Well, there you go. There you go. And I, the other thing for me too is, I, I don't think you said be a guy or that guy or you know just a guy. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's ever gonna be that guy where you're putting your franchise on his shoulders anymore. No. And either is wins. And I, I wish it would because I was one of those guys that thought, man, with this guy's personality, he could be engaging to a team or turn him off. He'll be engaging because he understands what a walk-on's being like. And I, and I, I used to believe that he could. And after his third year, I said, okay, he's finally arrived. And I could have been more wrong his fourth year. I still root for him, but you're probably, if we had odds going, uh, your, your odds are going to be, I'm going to get greater odds that, um, I'm not going to get good odds with you because you, you'd be the favorite in this one when it comes to how they feel about his career. I guess maybe I'm rooting for him because four years in, you say he, Sam Darnold, they really both bust. But right now, neither have lived up to what we thought with the first pick of the draft. And at quarterback, they're going to they're gonna grade you even harder. And you and I both know that, JB. Hey, I just got a text from a Division One buddy of mine coaching. Uh, he, he watching the show, watches the show, and he, he wants to know your take. He said, ask Sean uh, – because I'm not going to jump in the chat. He goes, ask Sean, your take on uh, Trent Dilfer being hired at UAB. I'm excited for him. I, I am. I know what he did, you know, at his, uh, he's going to, I mean, you got to be, you're going to, he's a, he's turned it around. He did a great job in Nashville at school. Didn't he win back to back? I know he's getting ready for the second one. Up until last week, he won last year and was getting ready to play for another state championship. I don't. Did they win last weekend, JB? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I don't even did. know where it's called. Lipscomb Academy, I believe is what it's okay, called. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, I know how invested he was into the program. He loved it, you know, from Austin out there, and he loves coaching. Um, I know this is this is a this. I, I I don't know, but from all indications I get, he likes to teach and coach. I don't think this he wants this to be his last stop where he got a college job and he's done. I think he'd like to make this his go-to. Um, I'm anxious to see, because he's got old school JB in him. He's an old school guy when it comes to that. He knows that young kids and recruiting. Um, he's going to have to – the UAB is going to be tough, though, I mean, to win. But I actually like the fact that it was out-of-the-box thinking. But nowadays we go get high school guys, you know, Coach Morris was a high school guy before I got the job at SMU. He back at you know was back at uh, what, what Allen High School again, and then I think he retired recently. So I just, to me, I, I hope it works for Trent. I'm always, I remember when I was getting recruited by Notre Dame, Moeller High School was Jerry Faust. Do you remember Jerry Faust, JB? Yeah. Yeah. He, he took over after uh, Dan Devine. Yeah. And he was the guy who started recruiting me, literally. And it was a high school coach. He, he never had Notre Dame, the most iconic program in the history. And the most, you know, when you're talking about the history of football, Notre Dame's it. Maybe in all college sports, not name the military academies like, you know, Army and Navy game in that history. But I, I just well, I lost my train of thought. Now I'm thinking about the military academies. What was I talking about? JB? Jerry Faust. Oh, Faust. Yes. And so Jerry Faust is at Moeller High School in Cincinnati. Number of them and, you know, uh, Massillon High School, some of the best football in the country. And at, Mo at that time, Moeller would be equivalent to modern day. Fair enough, JB? Yeah. Moeller High School. And yeah. so he started recruiting me, literally went from Moeller High School on a Friday. And in five, seven days later, he's recruiting me. Comes to the high school, all this energy. But the a high school guy going to Notre Dame is big. Now, this is a high school guy going to UAB. So there's far less pressure where he has chance to spread his wings. My point is... I think initially it feels like it'd be hard for for most to go 
from a high school program, which you dominate, to UAB, which you're going to have to build a winner. But he built Lipscomb and did a good job. So, um, and Jerry Faust, I mean, the pressure to go there. Can you imagine being a high school guy, never have any coaching experience other than high school, and you get hired by Notre Dame to be their head coach? Hell of a human being and that. I, I, I hope it works out for Trent. I can tell you this, offensively, he'll be a multiple guy, and he'll get under center and get in the gun and, and uh, do protections and use, you know, the verbiage and, the, you know, he's probably a three-digit guy. I don't know how they've changed that over the years and what he's done, but North Turner guy, so all that. I hope he does well. I do. I'm anxious to see how he deals in the recruiting world and uh, how quickly he can turn a program around. I wish him well. Um, Good quarterback teacher. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, what do you think? Hey, you think he'll do fine? You think he'll do okay? You know what it's like to have to build a program, JB? Yeah. I, I knew the last guy there, Clark, and uh, they – you know, they did a good job. Uh, he, he, they built a hell of a indoor-outdoor type of facility. He's there. going to better facilities than he had, right, before they oh, got yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I didn't know he was coaching high school until recently. There was a clip that everybody tagged me in because he was cussing a kid out on the sideline. Oh, and they got mad at him or something. Yeah, they, 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 right. And then they tagged me with it, and I was like, that's coaching. I don't know what the fuck the problem is. I said uh, the same thing. I said, where's the issue here? He yeah. just raised his voice. I, I don't have. Pro- I hope it works for Trent though, because I know he loves coaching. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. Um, let's get. So I'm, we're going to break down some Derek Carr for everybody in totality. We're going to get into a little bit, maybe watch a, a quarter of them or something. I don't know. We've already talked an hour and ten minutes. We were only going to do a twenty minute show because Sean just fucking he likes to talk and you know. I, I, I like I, to laugh with your stories, dude. I'd rather have you just tell talk for ninety minutes. Let me be the Ed McMahon side shows. Says, ha. Huh! You are correct. Yes, sir. Right. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting incredible text messages right now from, from Noel Mazzoni. I can't wait to share with you. Um, no I, wonder I, you're I, distracted. I'm, uh, uh, me and Noel right now are unbelievable. Uh, so I want to break down this, cat because we have to share something. Do you want to share everything while we're going to sh- shut the show down a little early tonight? Because what we got to do? Oh, with you and I, we're going to we're uh, the U.S. the uh, Army All American Game in Frisco, Texas, next week. We get in there early in the week and we practice all week. And JB's on the offensive staff. I'm offensive coordinator, and and we're going to put some plays in. We're fortunate that I believe Scott Frost and Houston Nutt will be the head coaches for the two squads and great coaching staff. Some of the best players in the country will, you know, merge towards Frisco, Texas at the star Jerry's place. And we'll train them all week and we'll call some plays and get them ready to play. And uh, we'll, we'll grind all week long and do what we love to do. And it's an, it's an honor for us to be able to do it. Love coaching, man. I love it coaching. Is, it is. I haven't coached in three Can't years. Wait. So. Yeah. Can't I wait. haven't coached in three years. I just want to go smoke cigars with Sean. I really don't give a fuck about coaching. I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> I put uh, your ass to work, brother. I want to coach with Sean. I got to be honest, though. I just told Noel, hey, man, if I drive, which will be quicker than taking four stops on Spirit, um, just pay me the money. So – uh, me and Noel are going back and forth right now. Yes, the great Noel Mazzoni, Blake Robinson. Uh, he's a good friend of ours. Uh, one of my favorite people on the planet. Yeah. Uh, he's running a septic organization right now. I'm just letting you know that, though, everybody. And I'm like, I'm letting him know that right now, too, fucking with him. He's a great dude. Uh, so let's break down a little Derek Carr. And then me and Sean, Sean and I, let me say grammatically correct, Sean and I, uh, to be studious as a teacher first, coach second, uh, so we're going to put a playbook in. You and I, we're going to put the playbook in. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was reading a text, too. We're putting the playbook in. 
put in a playbook in. It's great. Uh, I love it. I love my the text that I'm getting right now, Sean, because you already know the text. I broke it down to you earlier before the show. Yes, so the text yes. I've been getting all show have been classic. Yes. And oh. we're excited. And so we got to put our, we got to, this over the next three or four days, we got to get our, actually got to get our game plan, playbook and installation in. And man, are we gonna have fun doing it? So what a what a thrill it's gonna be! I can't wait to see. You. I can't there, wait to see your ass. People for being in here. We almost got two hundred people in here again. Last minute, I appreciate everybody coming in. Before I get to this, Sean Waffle always asks great questions. He loves Sean. Uh, Sean, you got to end up meeting Sean. He's a Kansas City native. Uh, he uh, wants to know: Do you think? Do you think that Jim Plunkett deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? He believes he does. I do too. Jim Plunkett. We use overrated, no underrated. Um, too much probably. I, I, he's underrated, and Jim, and I think there was a thing that followed him around, and I, I don't mean this disrespectfully. He was what first pick of the draft with the Boston Patriots, you know, with Randy Vataha on that team. I believe he was the AFC Rookie of the Year. I think they had it set, but he was Offensive Rookie of the Year, I believe, and did so many great things. But and then moved a couple teams, and because he was never superstar Jim Plunkett like he was, big physical thrower. That I, I think that I don't want to say stigma, but it followed around. I don't think people gave him the credit. He makes great comebacks. You know, obviously in Philadelphia, comes to the Raiders, leads in the Super Bowl, the great throw up in the hole to Kenny King down the left sideline. I think it was in the Superdome. I mean, Jim Plunkett was a monster and tough as hell, grinder. I do. I, he's won Super Bowls, he's put up numbers, and he played a long time. There's guys with lesser numbers or lesser accomplishments in the Hall of Fame. Jim Plunkett belongs. Jim Plunkett should be in, yes. I uh, I just got to hang out with the motherfucker, actually, uh, two weeks ago at the Raider game. Me yeah, big old barrel-chested. Uh, yeah. big, big he was next old. to us. We didn't even realize. I said, that's fucking Jim Plunkett. I just introduced myself. He, was, he hung out with us. Fuck, uh, Pat Perez, he liked, He loves Pat. We just had, we just were yeah. hanging out drinking tequila. Great Stanford grad. Jim was I, – I love him, and I just think that he – like I say, it looks like he could still go out there and throw it around the lot a little bit. But yeah, um, I think he Jim Jim Plunkett and his impact. I, I think that very few. If Al Davis was still alive, he'd be pining for it every day to get Jim in the Hall of Fame. Nah, no should doubt. Be. Yep. No doubt. Uh, Hope it happens. Good man. Yeah, he he he. Uh, he think I think he'd beat someone's ass too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to do too much arguing with 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 good old Jim Plunkett. He comes from the tough guy era, and he is extremely tough and by the way to all your people on the that are listening and viewing and watching and laughing and having a good time we appreciate you i know jb thanks you all the time i want you guys to know i don't take it for granted we wouldn't do it five days a week if we did if we took it for granted so we love it man thank you and we have a lot of laughs listen you're never you, him and i are never going to be him and i are never going to be the guys who take four hours straight of radio or tv like this or being on this show and grinding without a few laughs i gotta have laughs brother so thank you guys for being a part of something that's just getting started so we're grateful to do it. life's too damn short yeah would you put a dip in now that's one of the sponsors you're one of your sponsors too motherfucker just so you I know said, did you put a dip in? yeah our sponsor okay there you go candidates yep. yep there you go hey pat perez got me on these and, and they end up I, I hit them up and they they reached out they want to do a show so they have a shitload of them i got about I got about fucking 70 cans of these fucking things. If you want, if you want some, you're going to bring them, but they're not, uh, they're not, um, CBD nope. or they're CBD. They're not, uh, Canada cannabis. 
CBD with no H, H, uh, the TC, THC. No yeah, THC. I don't know anything about it. All I know is that weed fucks up your bones, and we got 900 people injured. <laughs> <laughs> what right, happened uh, to you? You're, uh, hey, I'm, so, I'm so glad I'm doing this show. Everybody's loving the show, though. We're not even fucking breaking down one film. We've had the film on pause the whole fucking day. We haven't showed one play. Well, tell about it. Until about four weeks ago, the offense was on pause. So this is how fast they were. Everything right? the comments we're getting here. Now, and, and also, now see, I can't, I, I'm going to have to criticize my Raiders. And for people that know, that's why we talk about Plunkett and that, all those guys. I'm a diehard silver and black, bleed it Raider fan from Mark Van Egan and Marv Hubbard to Phil Villapiano and Jack Tatum, Snake Stabler. My greatest night in sports was three hours drinking whiskey. In Biloxi, Mississippi, just him and I, Kenny Stabler, telling old Raider stories. And I, I I was a baby duck following a mother duck around, and he was the greatest. One of my favorite nights ever. But we're going to have to criticize or compliment my guy Carr. Raiders are starting to play. But be careful on how you rip them Raiders now, okay? You better, you better be easy on them. Were you a Raider? Hell no, but I grew up a Raider fan. You can rip them all you want. I ain't on the payroll. I'm just kidding. Good. But I am a silver. When I say the Raiders, I am a diehard Raider fan, though. They are, they they have gave me a lot of great satisfaction over the years. Uh, uh, see, I've always hated the Raiders like a fucking passion because I was a Ram fan. And I was, yes. a, I was a true L.A. Ram fan. And the Raiders were always back and forth from Oakland to L.A. And I was like, well, fuck you, you guys are traders. You're like the Clippers. You're the JV team. But they weren't the JV team. They actually have more Super Bowls. Uh, yes. Rams never even won one. Right. Uh, so you, you're UCLA. I'm USC. You're Rams. I'm, I'm Raiders. And I'm Rams and Raiders. Yep. And I'm Lakers. Are you Clippers? You like them really skinny. No, I like, I like them thick. thick. I like them thick. <laughs> I like them thick. Uh, I like them thick. T-H-I-C-C thick. And I gotta be able. To, I'm telling you, I gotta be able to put a cup on the ass and sit there. Well, if it, if what if it hit you four times like a wave coming back, though, you know, if it's as thick as you want it. It is, and you know yeah. what? You gotta have pipe to hit that. <laughs> I just want to let you know, you gotta have some pipe because if you, you can't have no thick ones, it's and you, got, you know, you got you got you got a filled house mouse dick. It ain't going to work, right? Um, Dude, listen to me for a second. You got to have some fucking pipe now. Could you, could you imagine if we had a, this was a high school kid's tape? Hey, you're saying all this. Hey, put all this in. But Hey, by the way, this kid at Frisco ISD. McKinney High School, DB is shitty. <laughs> Sean swears by McKinney, but this happens to be the shittiest player in McKinney <laughs> history we watched. What happened? Dude, come on now. You, God, you, you sniff his fucking pee. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, God damn. We go from, we're talking about football. You got right back into you tell, USC, UCLA. I started it in thin or thick. And then you got it to the point where you start talking about you got to be able to bring it. I mean, you got to deliver pound cake if you're going thick is what you said. And we're trying to do a football. What happened to you, man? Hey, Steve Max said, we don't give a fuck if it was Fox Sports. <laughs> I, I I don't because at the end of the day, Sean, you know, you, you get what you pay for. Right. I, I did. You are priceless though. And you hey, here we are. Look at this quarter. Look at that great catch. You're paying me shit. So that's what you're getting. What's that? And nobody's paying me shit. So that's what the fuck you're getting. <laughs> 
Uh, I, it is. Hey. Dude, no, nobody can transition better than you. Hey, man, uh, yeah, I really like what the Raiders are doing. By the way, you got to have a – you got to be bringing it if it's thick. And then you get right back to that. Look at this bang post. Hey, is this true, though? What's that? The thick ones give the best head? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. What? You don't know. I, I don't know now. I've, I've had some skinny ones suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Chrome off a four-inch trailer hitch? <laughs> uh, I mean, I've had some skinny ones make the motherfucker disappear now. And, I, and I'm like, I'm trying to tell oh, you. You're telling me you've had something. <laughs> it's been so good that you, it's like a voodoo doll, that wherever they go, you they, they got you under their spell. What happened to you, man? Hey. Hey, by the way, look at this curl route by car. What? Hey, Pat Perez asked me every day, like, why the fuck? Why were you fucking with her? And I said, he said, you don't have no money, JB? She don't have no fuck. She's not very good looking. She don't do. And I said, man, I whispered in his ear. And he said, motherfucking right. You better not ever get rid of her. Because when she can suck it from the back, you got a fucking winner. <laughs> I, I I can't take it, man. I got to go. Let's <laughs> okay. fucking film here, here's, man. Here's, here's uh, some of my plays that I write down. What did you just? And now you want to transition to inside zone. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I want to run zone to the three technique, outside zone to the shade. Listen, I know our listeners, dude, feel sorry for me. How in the hell does this bastard have to do? I mean, but you know, you found the right partner because I, I just, I, I'm, I egg you on too, if you ever noticed. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not fucking Houston nut. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're not having a, you know, a church gathering here, but we are. Wait, whoa, we are whoa, 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 whoa. our coach. Yeah, we're coaching at his church. What? Coaching his church. There you go. The cathedral, right? Hell yeah. Uh, hey, we got a lot of love in here. I appreciate everybody in here. Pound the like button for us. Subscribe. Become a member. Uh, Thanks, Derek. Let's show a little Derek Carr. I think he's uh I think he's is as worthless as tits on a boar hog, to be honest. That's just what I, I think I think that is personally what I think about Derek Carr. Dude, that uh, is so funny you said that. That's so old school. My mom. My grandpa's my, number my, one my saying, mom and grandpa. They say the same thing. Somebody to piss him off. Oh, that useless is tits on a boar. I'm like, tits what? on a boar hog. Oh, on a, yeah, tits on a boar hog. Yep, yep. The hey. hog. So you you think that's Carr? Well, I think it's either worthless as tits on a hog or he looks worse than two old people fucking. <laughs> I'll tell you that. He's one of the two, Hashan. Uh, I think he's better than that. I will give him a little more credit than you. He struggled at times. <laughs> I mean, he looks like hammer dog shit at times. <laughs> and that's bad. I'm going to be honest. Come on. Yeah, but what happens when he brings him down the field, keeps – you know, comeback after comeback, gets it in there. They get close. Come on, man. And you got him. He ain't, here, run this tape. I can't even focus because of your dumb ass. You got, you got him. You said he's either useless as tits on a boar hog. And what was the other one? What looks worse than two old people fucking. <laughs> Let's quickly, uh, I, quickly down to JB at 16. 
Um, Quincy got a shot as our color guy drops back, pockets clean, he steps up, clear pocket. Here we go. This is what we don't like. You know what? He's a man of faith, but guess what? He's scared as a whore in church, and he can't get out of his own fucking way. He wants to sit in the pocket and be a fucking scared little girl. Look at this. Fucking check the fucking ball down, Derek Carr. You're walking man of faith. You want to walk by faith and not by sight so fucking much. How about you step in there and drop your nuts in the pocket, motherfucker? Shit. That's what I would tell him, Sean. I'm <laughs> just being honest here. Like, goddamn, you want to talk about fucking miss? You're so God-fearing. Well, step in the fucking pocket. You're not going to die, son. Shit. I mean, it's unbelievable. Sean. This motherfucker won't step up for nothing in his life. He, he sees ghosts at his fucking feet every goddamn game. Hey, there we go. <laughs> My dog has thinks I'm crying, so he's here to check on me. This big kilo, everything's okay, buddy. <laughs> oh, look at this! Look at this fucking Statue of Liberty handoff. Like, look, how about we keep our eyes down? Everybody knows you're fucking handing the ball off. Hey. I mean, this guy has no it factor. So, could you tell me how you feel about Derek Carr? I mean, I think he's. I mean, fuck, he's 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 worthless as tits on a boardwalk and two old people fucking. No, I mean, I mean he's bad. He's a, he, everybody knows you're giving the ball up. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend him soon. Please Real do, soon. please do. I'd love Let's... to have a back and forth banter with this stiff fuck. Okay, we got two deep. Here we go. Five and a hitch, two hitches. Look at the fucking ball. Look at the release. You know what this is, Sean? No, Sean, I'm going to be honest. You know what this is? I'm going to be honest and break this down to evaluation of seriousness. Here we go right here. He's got a fucking cleanest, pristine pocket you can fucking have right here, right? He has a fucking pocket like goddamn John Candy in a fucking candy store. He is so clean that you can't even move out. Look at this shit. Now, why are you rushing this fucking throw? Because he's scared. He's scared as a whore in church. He won't fucking make... Look at this. Look at this fucking delivery. Why is he walking up? Like, what the fuck? The ball ain't even close. Look at that, but look how he over-rotates on the throw, too. Yeah. I'm telling you, I can bring Derek Carr down for weeks. You'll never be right with me. Even on a wide-open touchdown to fucking... to, To the receiver, he's underthrowing the guy. Five and a gosh, that's amazing. Look at that. He doesn't he even look. Sean, look at his eye. You can tell he just threw this ball. But why is he hitching into the tackle zone? Stay right there. Take a quick hitch. Uh, it's look a at double hit. Over rotate. But look at his eyes, Sean. I can tell you right fucking now. He ain't. He ain't. He's throwing this ball for shits and gigs. It's going there no matter what. Is he's what you're down, saying? Look at his eyes. He's down the pipe here, and then he just says "fuck it" and throws it. Who the fuck's catching that? Nobody, as you saw. Uh, what down is this? Third and seven? Third oh, and seven. Man. Here we go. Third down, money down, right? Let's go. Money down. Here we go. Let's run draw with our fucking $100 million quarterback because we don't trust you worth a shit. And, you know, you know I told you this. Outside of uh, Justin Jefferson, Josh Jacobs this year, those are the two best non-quarterback offensive players in a league this year. Josh Jacobs I got two dogs over here dreaming, and they're literally yelling, crying, and screaming at each other in their dreams. I thought they were watching the tape. I, I, that's why they I were yelling so loud. I thought it was two people fucking. I thought it was two 
two old people. Fuck it. Okay, now look at this. Go a quick, little quick three step. Go right to the flat right now. <clears throat> little pick, flat, down low. Now that's MVP throw right there. Look at that. I got you convinced. You love him. You love him yet? That you don't make those throws. Listen, when you make those throws, you got to throw actually, all the records out. Could have got it to him a little sooner. It might actually, have been, uh, I actually would like to call here, but that's just me. Yeah. Yep. Boy, Jacob. Hey, they, they didn't even pick. They didn't even pick up his fifth-year option, Josh Jacobs, and now he's playing like no, a, like wild man. He's gonna get paid big money. They better sign him ASAP. But they um, car. They rather keep fucking Derek Carr. Yeah, watch this. Watch go. this money drive. Little, little two by two, little tight little, doubles up top. We're gonna clap for the Mike football. Wright. Can't even get the fucking playoff. Can't even get the fucking playoff. How does that and happen? Talking, never... Here he's, like, hey, he's clapping, man. It's your fault, motherfucker. You're the, you know the play clock, not the goddamn center. And now he's mad at the center. Look. Look. Ah, fuck, it's your fucking fault. <laughs> Are you going to blame the fucking Christian deities, too, on that? I mean, it's fucking unbelievable. I mean, it's fucking unbelievable, this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this fucking guy, Sean. He's so fucking bad. He's sprinting upwards in the pocket to throw a two-yard fucking high, high route to the back. How about we throw this fucking ball? Are you kidding me? How about we step up, Sean, and fucking throw a goddamn two ball over the mic for a touchdown? No. Let's sprint up and carry Oki into the fucking line of scrimmage and then gun the football to our back two yards away from us. Are you shitting me? Hey, go back for a second. Dude, he has a touchdown if you'll throw that bender. Dude, if it is bang that, that you're right. Throw me a two ball to the bender. If his eyes are going to the right spot, that's the that's the throw. Give me the two ball. Okay, watch this. Watch the bender. You're exactly right. Bam, he's gone. Throw that ball right now. Catch it about 20 yards I around mean, the 32, 31-yard line. Touchdown. He got him in space. Me. Yep, he's going to get to the house. He's it's a little two, two ball right over that linebacker. Fuck. Throw the ball to the – all you got to do is lead him to the – split the uh, hash marks, and the guy walks for a touchdown. 90 Throw yards. Ball, right? Fuck. He's got clean pockets if I can ever fucking see, Sean. Everywhere. Yes. Why doesn't he reset his feet? Reset the like best throw. This is the ball we throw right there, right? Yep, and he would throw one, two, three. If 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 you're in the gun and let it go, throw a two ball for a touchdown. 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 But no, we don't. Guess what we have instead? That's what we have because he's a fucking bust. You think he'll ever win a Super Bowl? Fuck. Okay, I put him in Kansas City. Is he winning a Super Bowl? Fuck no. I'd have a. Sex change before that motherfucker has wins a Super Bowl. Do you think? Do you think he ever gets to a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback? No. Okay. I don't think he can win multiple games in the playoffs. I don't know if he can win a playoff game. I don't think he can get to the playoffs. Were they in a? Not they, 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 more going forward. Oh, okay. Yep. Playoffs. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Okay. 
was going to say Basachi. I think they made it to the first round last year. And then, dude, what, don't do not do this. Okay, did he throw it? He fucking overhand shoveled the motherfucker. And why are you leaving the pocket now? You got, this is a manipulation drill we do, Sean. I know you've done it. This guy right here, there's no edge. If you know coverage and know the defense, then you should know I can step up now. And now I can step forward right. here. Yes. And just step right, a bag drill. This is a common bag drill or a pipe drill or whatever you do when you're coaching your QB. Now we go step forward. Now we go step forward. And now we got clean pocket again. And we have options out here. Yes, sir. But now we're going to run it. Look at this. Like, does that look like a man of faith to you? And, but he takes the hardest road to get the completion, too. That was the most difficult. I... I Okay, you don't like, and he drifts, he drifts on the drop. He's got, he's got time. He's got pocket. But but here's let me go back, JB, real quick. Watch this now. Is I always talk to players about when you hitch. Look how big and violent. Instead of smooth, watch how much. Instead of hitching up and down and in place, there's no reason to. You don't need to climb three yards right now. He works all that time to get back. Now watch what he does. He's at the at the just before the the yard marker, the the five or the ten. Watch watch what he does, JB. Watch where he ends up now. He's on the hash mark, drifts there, freeze. He's hitched up like four yards, so he's back to the pressure. So he's run into this because he's too shallow. If he was back where he should be and scrambling, he could throw it. But watch how far, instead of when he drops back and takes his ball, go back a little bit more. One more time. And right where he hits his first hitch, set it up. Watch this. Freeze. He should take a hitch up and down and sit there. And then All if you he wants to sit, sit right there. there. Yes, and sit now watch right he's going to work right here. Right, and freeze it. Look at the space he's got now. He can see clean vision. He's got Windows 68 doing a nice job. Now, watch what he's going to do. He's going to hitch all the way back up into trouble, right up into his center in the offensive line's ass. And now when he tries to bail, he's got no depth. Had he had, he had done it right, he'd have had more escapability. This is on Derek Carr, not on the offensive line. Let's Watch work him. right here, Sean. Let's yes. work in this pocket. And guess what we have? We have a line of vision on this guy wide open. Yes. Stay back there too quick. You don't have to take a hitch up. You, I mean, uh, climb. There's no reason to climb. Now, look, look where he throws it from. He was set up at the tackle one yard from where the, uh, the center's ass was originally at that yard marker. That's not – that mechanically is horse shit for a guy who's in the 11th grade, let alone – when you're when you're making a hundred million dollars as a quarterback, you got to be better there. Look at this, dude. This is unbelievable. That's what the and faith I like is. Derek Carr, but when I watch it this close, it's maddening because he has caused himself trouble on a couple of them, and he's hitching into trouble. John, I've been watching in the pocket. Like I've been watching this guy. I'm telling you, this is why I'm just not a believer at all in the guy. He's just, you know, fuck. I mean. Here's a, here's a concept for you. I don't know why we're coming down here. I don't know the call. It's first down, et cetera. But if I'm coaching Derek Carr, I'm coming to the sideline, first of all, and I want to motherfuck him so bad just because of who he is. I want to see if the fucker really will cry for me. I'm going or, to tell or fight you. Back. Or fight back, right? Exactly. We got this concept here. We got a two, we got a three-man game here. We got a one-out route and a nine-route clear here. If I'm smart, no coverage. 
Unless this defensive end is a pillar, which I don't think he can be in this sense, instance to the fucking field. He could peel to the boundary. He ain't peeling to the field. So if I know football, I'm sitting there like, okay, this guy has the running back. So Absolutely. I'm going to read that guy. But instead, he does not read that guy. And if a natural rub route occurs here, I'm taking the fucking back for big yardage. Who has outflanked the coverage and the, 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 the underneath coverage. And, I, I mean, we, we get nine yards on first down. Not bad. I'm not going to be mad about it. But I'm going to also say, do you realize what we do have going on for later on in the game? Do you even understand what the fuck's going on? Because this guy is a key indication that we are outnumbering these guys to our right. Do you realize that? Now, I don't know what they're doing, so I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth. I just want to make sure Derek knows, and I don't even see him look over there, Sean. And for me to be a, a guy that knows a little bit of something, if I'm free-releasing my back, Sean, I better know what the fuck's over to the right. Yeah, you better because it's a hot read if you don't. If and you he's not even looking to the right. Exactly. That's where your first glance should be to make sure you're not throwing a, side, a, a hot read, and they got more coming than you can block, and your head's somewhere else where it shouldn't be. That's understanding the concept of protection and what you're trying to do with the football. Actually, 21 personnel. I mean, this is the most, this is the worst actor of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. He is so bad. Everyone in the business knows when he hands the football off, Sean. There is no acting on this guy. Yeah, you're looking for a little more prestidigitation. You know what that is, JB? Prestidigitation? Hell yeah. It's just like quarterbacks, you better know how to pronate instead of supinate. Yeah, a little sleight of hand. Magicians are – let me make sure I pronounce right. Prestidigitators. That's a magician. Sleight of hand. Got to be sleight of hand. See how – hey, I'm a wealth of useless knowledge, JB. A wealth of I'm the same way. Full of bullshit too, but it fucking sounds good. God damn it! <laughs> All right, you done with car? I, tell you what, John, I can sell fucking Eskimo though. You can you can sell what? Ice to an Eskimo. I, yeah, I was gonna say I can sell some sand to a surfer. I can do that too. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Hey, I can sell fat pussy to a pimp. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, if you can if you can do that, son, fucking talk to me. Because that is a goddamn recruiter. You, that's how you could recruit. You could sell. Fucking right. You know, I actually <laughs> believe I actually believe you could sell fat to to a pimp. Is that what it was? Fat pussy fat, to a pimp. Yeah. Oh, I could sell fat pussy to a pimp all goddamn day long. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, I ain't gonna say nothing now. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm gonna plead the fucking fifth on this deal because I told the coach today. If you know anything, you better fucking Google it. <laughs> look, look, at, look at this, this guy. Is, this guy's been doing the game because every your mic keeps cutting out, brother. Your mic's cutting out. Oh, does Nobody it? Here. There you go. Now you're back in. Yeah. What'd you say about Josh Jacobs? What'd you say? He's he's a beast, man. Guy's running. I'm saying there's a reason he's keeping him in it because there's a reason he's keeping him in this in this season right now and, and in oh, this game. Yeah. This was uh this is a game five weeks ago. But let me ask you, 
And Devontae heating up too, man. He's having a good season. Yeah, everyone in the building knows this guy is handing the football off because he's a horrible actor. And, it, and you you got to use that to your advantage, quarterbacks. And, and that's or or my, why do it? Why do it? And that's my point, though. Like, we're handing the football off, and, and all other all 10 other players to the right of the football understand it, and Josh Jacob is still balling. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's bringing his own blocker at times, too. And, and, and Derek Carr is not doing shit. That guy's getting through holes, gets skinny in the hole, and gets thick when necessary, and you're going to get a smart move. This guy is running inside. He's bouncing it, as you saw there. He is he's bringing, he's a, bringing a load, yeah. Give me one more throw. i got to turn this off so we can talk. Yeah, i got to get one more you. right here. Our here we go. Play action. Here we go. Let's try to spin out of it instead of step up and just throw. Now, this one, you get beat. Left tackle looks like a fucking, he's stuck in sand. He looks dead as a Western. He couldn't play dead in a Western movie. He's fucking, he is unbelievable. Now, just step up and throw the ball away right now. Like, you're not getting yeah. out of that. Yeah, that, that they're, Let me go they're, they're clean. Throw. Watch this. So, I want you to look at the left tackle. I'll go back to that. To that oh, back I that, that, that. I'm sorry. I moved it ahead because the fucking film okay. glitching because the internet. Here we go. Yeah, no problem. One more? Is that what we got here? Yeah, I'm just going to try to make one throw here. Uh, he's IDing everybody. He's IDing everybody. Here we go. Why not throw the outcut? But no. I, why why were you throw to the two guys on the one guy? That's uh, That was my point. Read the coverage. They had two guys driving on one plane in and out on him. He gets a completion. The easier completion is throwing the quick three roll to five to Devontae down at the bottom of the screen. Get him the ball. Throw it to him right now. Is this, a, I mean, two guys driving. It's one on one. That guy misses I mean, a big physical here's the receiver. Read. That's the read key, right? Yes, that's exactly the read key. I mean, this Drives is the read key right here, right? That's, that's the man. That's right. And listen, he sticks it uh, in there. I that's mean, fine. But, but I, I don't know if he's confident enough right now to hit the quick out. But Devontae makes one guy miss. Never know what's going to happen. He may go score. So let's coach this up real quick. I want to coach this up, Sean, for everybody that don't understand why this is bad football. So I have it paused perfectly on a situation for you to understand why this is bad football. If he throws it out here, Devontae catches it, and he walks out of bounds, we live to fight another day. He's throwing the football into double coverage, and look at this man's football hat, and look at where this ball's at. That is a fumble waiting to happen because you forced the ball into double coverage instead of throwing it out here to the safe guy. You throw it to double coverage, and now you either can get a guy hurt, you can get a guy to lose the football, you can get a batted ball in the air to get picked. There's so many things. This is football 101, and he is failing at it. Do you think he's afraid to pull the trigger on the outcut? Do you do you think so? Because it's it's yeah, well, it's an easier. So this should be an easy scared, throw. Coach. He's so scared. Hmm. He's See, the ball so scared, be... man. I'm telling you, yeah, he he's, is. And he's, he's an accurate he is passer. Scared, too, man. Devontae's like throw that yeah, ball out he to just, me. He's so guy scared. I, I wish he would just say. I wish he would just say, you know. Okay, and I'm gonna I, go ahead. No, I want to go back to that I play. I wish you would stop with with the, with the faith-based stuff, man, because I just don't want to hear it no more because I don't know anybody that is – everyone that I know that's really faith-based 
has a fucking brass set of balls on him. And I'm just going to be honest. I This guy keeps saying this faith stuff, but he, he looks like he's scared as a whore in church. And I'm just like, dude, quit saying it. It doesn't match up with your words. Your words and your actions don't mesh. They don't marry up. Feel you. Are you done with cars, Tate? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. All right. I was going to say on that, if you watch him, he went one, two, three in the quick game, and then he took two choppy steps, and that's an inside quick game, and the quick out's got to be one, two, three, foot in the ground and go. Can't You can't. It makes you late. You take those. He went three and hopped into four, five with two quick choppy steps. That's why you got to have balance so you can throw on time. You don't want a receiver going 14 yards on a 12-yard route, just like you don't want your quarterback taking two extra little choppy steps when it's one, two, three, balls out. I, I just... I don't know why we let these things lax and we we allow mediocrity to be the, as you call it, the norm. Yeah, mediocrity is a new excellence, man, for these fucking generation. I'm just telling you. Uh, hey, Brian Melendez, he said, what the fuck did I walk into? Hey, you walked into two motherfucking real ones. That's what you walked into. Um, is he laughing? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, hey, man, I, we appreciate you guys. We really do, man. We almost got 200 people in here on a Tuesday night. Talk that talk Tuesday with us on Last Chance Q. Make sure you become a member. Like I'm telling you, become a member of our Patreon. Our Patreon is going to blow up. We're going to have all kind of information on their football videos, clinic tapes, Army All-American drill, everyday drills. We're going to put everything in there. Um, and by the way, I haven't had a drink today at all. I'm just throwing that out there because I see all of you guys in the comments. I haven't started to drink yet. Uh, I said yet. I will drink tonight. Um, I guarantee you. Uh, I, I'm just telling you guys, people that cuss, people that drink, uh, that live life, are usually the most honest motherfuckers you'll ever come across. I'm just going to throw that out there. And they say people that cuss more smarter. Hey, that's what I how heard. How do you say the customer? You're smarter. I, I don't that's know why that I is. Heard. Um, that's the case. Let me just keep slinging f bombs. Damn. Hey, I, I told the coach one day, Sean, uh, before we get out of here, a coach. You know, I said, you know, I'm, I'm buying. I bought the staff food, dinner, drinks almost every night uh, for fucking four years, and that's what I do everywhere I go because a lot of, especially if I grind the fuck out of you, and especially if I'm not paying you, and you're a you're a dorm guy or living in the dorm on a mills in a cot, which I would have took it at 21 years old all fucking day long, by the way. Uh, I took him out and I used to have a coach coach. Do you mind if I stick back? I don't drink. I said, yeah, I do mind. You don't have to drink, but you're going to fucking come. And I'm going to be honest. You don't have to drink, but it sure would be a lot fucking cooler if you did. But it's true though. It's matter. It's not a matter of drinking. It's a matter of being there. No fucking. Yeah, you don't have to drink soda, drink soda, water, whatever you drink of nah. a, a, a Coke. I don't care what you drink. Hey, Sean, I'm gonna you tell you a true you, recruiting story. There. I'll tell you a true recruiting story, and I'll, we'll get out of here. And you can end the story. You can have your story. We love. No, I want to hear your story, brother. We. Uh, I got a real recruiting story. I, I got. I come in the office after this kid. I got these coaches off the road, and I'm asking them what What did we hit? What did we miss? And. If it was anybody of significance, I would have went and got it because I know. I, I, so I'm, I'm training these guys how to fucking recruit. So I so I, I get back in the morning. I said, listen, we'll have a recruiting meeting 7 in the morning. I'll let you sleep in a little bit. That's sleeping in from my ass. Right. I said, I'll let you sleep in because you, <laughs> you just drove back from fucking Hayes, Kansas, nine hours across the state, and you got back at 3 in the morning. So I'll let you sleep in. We'll meet at 7. So uh, <laughs> What a nice uh, guy you are. Hey, it is what it is. We got fucking shit to get done. And you know what? They actually, they did it and they handled it. But 
And I did it. So if I did it, you could fucking do it. So, I'm, so the, and you're younger than me. So I used to go. I say, all right, tell me what you did. All right, coach. Well, I don't know if we got the kid because, and we're going through this the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, so what's how did it start? You went into the home, and and I used to break it down to these coaches, Sean. How the fuck do you walk into a house? How do you set up the table? Where do you sit compared to where the kid sits? Then where do you put the parents? All that shit is critical in recruiting that these guys had no clue about. So I go, all right, and I like this kid. I go, where'd you sit him at? He goes, uh, right there. And I go, so what I tell you to sit at? And he goes, right there. I go, why, why didn't you do it? I go, do you think I have 28 in the fucking NFL because I'm lying to you and setting you up for failure, motherfucker? How about you do what I said to do? So he goes, all right, coach, you're right. So I, I, I go, let me, let me hear the rest of the story. And the, the kid keeps talking. And he goes, all right, then dinner was served. And I go, okay, how was it? Oh, I didn't eat, coach. I go, what the fuck you mean you didn't eat? He goes, well, it was meatloaf, and I don't eat meatloaf. I said, well, guess what? You're not coaching here either, motherfucker. Pack your shit and get the fuck out of here. And all the coaches in the room sat there and thought I was joking, and I already had explained it to these staff members for weeks and months. You eat what the fuck is put on the table by the recruit's parent. I don't care if it's dog shit, because if you don't, you are automatically losing that fucking kid. And and it's just a sign of respect walking into the house. Right? It's just a blatant slap in the face. I'm not eating your fucking meatloaf. Are you shitting me? Dude, but I'm it, the asshole, it, Sean. I'm it, the asshole. Yeah, slap a little ketchup on it if it isn't good meatloaf and eat that that bastard, man. I'm, well, I'll, bastard. Eat the, I'll eat the ass in out of a dead buzzard for some good meatloaf, dude. Hey, dude, go in the bathroom and throw it up. I don't give a fuck. Right, yeah. You can't. That, that's disrespect. And you know how it is. When mom's throwing down, when, a, when the family comes over or pops is throwing down, they want you to like it, especially if mom's or grandma's throwing down. You, you, you better eat it. Or you, uh, you're right. The kid's done. You'll, they won't let him go to school there if you're not eating it. That's exactly right. Lessons learned by young staff members. Hey, damn, damn right. And you know what? I have no regrets. And you know what? That kid texted me to this day thanking me. I bet he did. I swear to God he does. You know what he's at, Coach? He's a fucking tight end coach at University of Minnesota. Well, look, he, there you go. And, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It's a walked, real story. I'm throwing that right, out. Walked, story, by the way. Walked away from that job after you, you kicked him in the ass and sent him on his way and remembers it and will be able to tell every single thing that happened that day because it changed his career. You know what he told a bunch of coaches at the AFCA two years ago? He said, if I didn't learn how to recruit from Coach Brown, I would never have got this job. I, I, I People run rampant with those compliments for you, though, bud, so it's a good thing. Hey, uh, man, I love doing this with you. Uh, you are a fucking gem and a class act. You might, okay, you, might, you might have got stuck with the biggest fucking slap dick of all of them, but you're doing, you're handling that shit. I got news for you, brother. It makes for a good show. And it's perfect hey. personalities together. Hey, don't you're handling this like a goddamn trooper. Let me tell don't, you. Don't kid yourself. I'm a French fry short of a happy meal too, brother. So I'm with you. Oh, I, mean, I, 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 I think you're crazy as shit. House rat. I, I can promise you I am. <laughs> Hey, uh, we, we've almost ran this two hours. We were going to do a 20 minute deal. So you fuckers got a hell of a show for your money. We really were. Cause we had to know, really, we're not lying to you, by the way. Uh, hit the like button. Make sure you become a member. If you don't know how to become a member, go to fucking Google and Google that shit because I don't know how to become a member either. <laughs> so 
We have 500 of them, and they all figured it out miraculously. If you give me the information on how to be a member, I'd be happy to do it for you because then I then I could pass it on. Or you just like, screw it, Google it, do some work. Yeah, no, come on, Sean, don't enable these fucks. <laughs> Let them fucking go work. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate everybody. We'll see you guys tomorrow, uh, and then I'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. on the Coach AB Show. Sean will see you tomorrow on uh, 7. Sports Talk 790 or the iHeartRadio app, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. On, on the Central Time. And that's 8 p.m. 8 a.m. I'm at 6 a.m. We're at the same exact time, actually. If you know any good at science, we are on at the same fucking time. So you got to pick one, motherfuckers. But you can't always, lose either you, you, one of us. That's right. So, you can always go to the podcast after if you miss the other dude. There you go. That's it. Hey, you can watch them all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. I fuck them all. Hey, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And uh, we love you guys, man. Peace. See you later tomorrow. tomorrow. Right, Peace. Brother. The last chance cube. Let's go. And I just cannot wait to bring over 60 years of knowledge and experience to not only the novice football fan, Sean, but to the veteran football coach as well. You love it. You better live it, drink it, eat it, smoke it. And then every now and again, wake up with it laying next to you. The premier football coaching show on the internet. I've looked forward for the longest time to be with somebody whose energy and knowledge of football and teaching and no nonsense, but understands the old game, the in-between game, the new game, and combines them all. Last chance cue with the great legendary Sean Salisbury. 